podcast, a High Stakes Fantasy Advantage. You have Greg and Derek here, and both of us are freezing our nutties off. There is no doubt about that. I'm in Green Bay area. It was minus 14 when I woke up this morning, which was colder than yesterday. Derek, what is it inhibiting Minnesota where you are right now? Well, right now it's about, I think it's only about minus 12 or 13. When I got up this morning, it was minus 26. Uh, actually, the wind died down a lot, though, from yesterday, so the yep. wind chill wasn't as bad. So I went out and started my car, forgot it was running, actually left it running for about 45 minutes. So actually, by the time I got back out there, it was nice and warm. It started up, so not the worst we've ever seen here, but uh, it's uh, it sounds like we may get close to zero tomorrow here. I don't know about there. Oh, my goodness. That story of leaving your car running reminds me of one. The first year I moved to Wapaka, I had a buddy come on up here. We got drunk that night, and it was so cold he decided to start his car up that night. Went back inside, started drinking. We all went to sleep, and he had his car running all night long. <laughs> it was warm. But I bet it was warm the next there. day. Everybody slept like a baby, never heard the car outside. It was running the whole time out there. So that's one of my drunk stories, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's damn cold up here, man. It's cold. You know, I'm a history buff, and when they had the Louisiana Purchase, you know, the government tried to get people to move out west. It was too dangerous and stuff like that. So if you went out west, you got to just put a stake in the ground for 100 acres of land. I think if they came up here, they turned around. They didn't even put stakes in up here. They just turned around, said, nope, I ain't living up there in that cold Siberia. Let me go west, young man. What do you think? Well, it depends when they came. I mean, you know, from, uh, you know, Memorial Day to Labor Day, it's it's gorgeous up here. Actually, even, actually the best time of the year is, you know, probably through a Halloween. You know, you get those... Yeah. Yep. fall days and you see the leaves changing and it you know it's still warm enough that's when you actually like the fact that you live in minnesota and then about seven months of the year you're you're always questioning why the hell you would live here okay. i guess i didn't have a choice that's my parents choice so i had to yeah. grow up here i blame my parents too i have an umbilical cord attached to lambeau field and i just can't cut that <laughs> off so that's why i can never leave here but i agree with you people may have came up here the settlers came up here they fished they hunted what a great place then January came, they picked up those stakes and got the hell out of here, because that's what I would have done. If, if the Packers weren't here, I'd be the hell out of here. And I know you're the same way with the Vikings, right? Uh, you know, I, I don't know, yeah. I mean, I, lo okay, yeah, so I, I love the, no, I love the Vikings, but I... Fans, you know, when they're winning, you jump on that purple. No, I, I lived in Arizona for a year. I lived out east for a year for school and stuff, so I've, I've been around a little bit. Okay, not me. I... I just couldn't get as far away as Platteville as as far as I could go. It was a 300-mile umbilical cord, and I came back. So, But, uh, yeah, hey, it's been a good time here, even with the cold weather, because the last two days we've just been announcing our champions in the NFFC, looking at each league. We talked about some of them yesterday. Man, it's just great, and there are so many different winners. Yes, Scott Kelly and Jeff Dawson won the online championship in the Classic, but Derek, just going across the board, there's just so many different winners. Uh, we talked about the ultimate, the diamond, uh, the platinum yesterday. In the supers, we had Jared Danielson. He won that 14-team super auction league. Derek, 
Jared's won a lot of classics. I think he's won nine classic league titles. He said the one title I want is the super auction, the 14-teamer. That is the hardest one in the industry. He won it. If you remember, that was at the Aria, 9 a.m. on the Thursday before the Thursday games. Uh, his first two ones that he got was Kareem Hunt for, I think, 34, who ended up going for like 50 after that. And uh, he got Alex Smith for $2. So that was a pretty good start to his season. Got him off to a great start there, for especially the first three, four weeks. And then uh, I don't remember the rest of his roster, but he, he always puts together t great teams. Like you said, multiple, multiple classic winners. So congratulations to Jared. And uh, I'm guessing he'll come back and try and defend that baby next year. I'm pretty sure he will be, yes sir. And in fact, that was one of the most unique NFFC live events we ever had. It was 9 a.m. on a Thursday. Guys had drafts after that. And, you know, we pay for the beer and the soda and the food there. And I got my bill after that one, and there were nine beers drank. Nine. And your brother had your brother had like three of them. <laughs> three? You're cutting it short there. I think he had more than half of them, and I told him that. He's like, I wasn't drinking that much. But, uh, yeah, 14-team leagues. We had a lot of co-managers in there. The facilitators, we had, we drink. We only went through nine beers that, that day. That was, so. a, like you said, that's a serious draft. Everyone, yeah. our auction, everyone wanted, everyone wanted that one, so... Yep, that was a good stuff. All right, uh, in the New York Super, you were out there. Glenn Lowy dominated that. In fact, Glenn had 700 points in the championship round in that league. 597 was second place, so he just killed it in that one. Good job by Glenn Lowy. Uh, then we had Bradley Kennedy won a Super. It was his first year in the NFFC, and he won a Super League title, which was pretty cool. And John Rozak won a Super League title. John dominated that one. He won $19,000. John's out of Chicago. He is one of the best players in the industry that nobody knows about. I remember through the WCOFF years, I believe he was ranked number one by the WCOFF uh, during the early years. And then Senar, that's what we call him, Senar, and uh, he won a super title as well. Great, great guy. He came out to Las Vegas this year and had an awful lot of fun. So those were our Super League titles. I believe his nickname is now the Senator. I think he's being called the Senator. That's his new name. I don't think he's into politics, but his last name is so long, I just call it R. It's like 13, 14 uh, syllables, if you will. That's how long it is. So I can't uh, spell it out. So it's Senator, it is. Then on our kickoff gridiron, you like this one where they bid for their first round pick and they bid for their second round pick, and then their draft spot is what they have in the second round. They use that actual money for weekly prizes. Really cool deal run by K.J. Duke. Uh, Michael Cole won the 14-teamer, which was a great, great contest. And Billy Wazowski, he won the 12-team kickoff gridiron. That was the first year we ran the 12-teamer. Man, back-to-back, -back, in, sandwiched in between is a Thursday opening game. That day is as good as it gets up in that suite. Huh? Oh, that's yeah, that's great. Everyone gets there. Uh, you know, like you said, we have the private suite where you, you bring in a hockey bag full of... Uh, Beverages, if you will, and uh, lots, of, lots of, lots of uh, Buffalo Wild Wing catered in food for us. Oh, I mean, that's it was, right. Yeah. That, how good that was. We watched that awesome game. Kareem Hunt going nuts. They had the two kickoff. Uh, you know, like you said, sandwiched in. That's a that's about six to eight hours of just a lot of fun up there. A lot of good guys up there. A lot of laughs. A lot of a lot of trash talking before the season even gets going. So uh, yes, I look forward to that next year for sure. Yeah, we had some extra Buffalo Wild Wings. That guy brought so much up there. It was unbelievable. But, yeah, that was a lot of fun. In fact, we even picked the 
the ultimate uh, draft spots up there out of the baseballs. I had the Big Ten. We did all that. Man, that was a wild night. So, yeah, that was good, good stuff. So, we'll do it again next year. Still working on hotel rooms for football and baseball, but we hope to announce that pretty soon as well. Speaking about announcements, hey, uh, we've got a little tax announcement that we're going to put up on the boards today and uh you know now that we're at sports hub we've got this e-wallet where you your player account you can spend money on fanball cdm nffc nfbc nfbkc league safe is on there as well i mean millions of dollars is on the player accounts and so now we got to report all these winnings to the irs and this year we are doing your 1099s a little bit differently and man it's going to affect hundreds and hundreds of people can you explain your former accountant of what's going on? Yeah, I'll take my uh, my shot at it. I, I I think it's it's what everybody's been asking for. And the problem with you know not a problem, but the way the tax code reads from the last time it was done, it's so gray. Uh, there's no black and there's no white when it comes to comes to reporting this. Uh, you, you can grab ten guys in a room and you may get ten different um, opinions on exactly how it should be done. And I'm talking about CPAs. So uh, yeah. we've got this together. We, we've been talking to people for a long, long time. I've been pining for this uh, for a long time. And this is the way I've always done on my personal taxes. And now we can't give out tax advice because we're not professionals at that. Yeah. But this is what the industry, what people, what people are used to and the way I actually feel it should be. So now, as you mentioned, across the EWAL, across all those companies that you mentioned, under the Sports Hub umbrellas, you will only get a 1099 um, if you have $600 or more of winnings. And that has to, that is now net of all your entries, not just entries that you win, uh, not just contests that you win money in. That's how... Sports Hub and CDM have done it technically in the past because we weren't 100% sure we wanted to, you know, err on the side of caution, if you will, if, if yep. air, I'm putting air in air quotes there because, like <laughs> I said, there was very a ton of opinions on the right way to do it. We've come to the conclusion that we are able to um, net off all entries across all of our contests. So, um, you know, if you, unless you want a ton of money, uh, you know, um, you're gonna, there's not going to be as many 1099s as there would be because let's say you won, you know, $1,500 in a RotoWire online league or something like that, but you had, you know, maybe $1,200 of entries across all the contests, you're only at $300 in our eyes. So yep. you would not receive a 1099 in this case. So we'll probably have a ton of questions about this. So we're going to put it out on the message board. So feel free to contact Greg, Tom, or I, or reply on the message boards. We'll do our best to get to all those. Um, but for the most part, this is the way, uh, we know this is the way, you know, FanDuel, DraftKings, and, and other companies do it as well. So we're happy that we're able to finally agree and, and feel very strongly about our opinion that we're able to go this way. Yeah, absolutely, and it's great. Sports Hub has gotten, like you said, many opinions on this. We feel very comfortable going forward with this. In the past, Stats, Krause's, F&W, and even Fanball before all reported uh, what your leagues that you won. We took those entry fees off, but if you had other entry fees that you wanted to itemize, you could itemize your taxes and you did it your own. Now, Sports Hub Technologies is going to do that part for you. We're going to include all your entry fees as of your expenses and then net out what your prizes won was. So that's a, that's a big change. It's going to be a very positive change for the players. Look for all that information very soon. Like Derek said, I'm going to put on the message boards. We've emailed a few people as well to let them know about this, but it's going to result in hundreds and hundreds of players not getting the 1099 because they've spent more than they've won. That's unfortunate sometimes, but 
that's the way this game is played. So, or they're under the six hundred dollars threshold, you know. Yeah, like, or they're under yeah. the six hundred dollars threshold. Yeah. So, so that's good. And we bring that up now because we're playing in that. We're going to have the NFFC postseason contest, and man, we're nearing almost two hundred signups right now, which is a great, great start. But uh, with a hundred thousand dollar grand prize, we know there's a lot of you out there that want to play this postseason contest, and you're going to be jumping in soon. So, again, Derek, this is something that they could sign up hopefully before the end of the year and maybe get that part of their uh, entry fees. Yes, so if you sign up by uh, 1231, um, you know, it's $150 entry times as many as many entries as you want to get in there. That, in theory, will be an entry fee for 2017, so it would come off any winnings uh, that you have currently at this point. Yeah, so it's great. And again, this is a great postseason contest. We talk about this all the time, but you pick one player from the 12 playoff teams. Now, we don't know who all the 12 are. As soon as we have that out, that I think on, like, Tuesday's stats, we'll have all the players that you'll be able to pick from. But, uh, you know, Derek, let's talk about the AFC just real quickly here. We both said that we think that uh, Pittsburgh and New England are the cream of the crop there. Yeah. Do you see anybody else? I mean, if you're picking a quarterback or a running back that you think is going to make it to the Super Bowl, you're taking it from one of those two teams, aren't you? Or do you see a sleeper in the AFC? In the AFC, I'm probably taking a QB from one of those teams. Yeah. Uh, although I do think the way if the AFC sets up the way I think it's going to set up, which I think New England is obviously going to be the one, Pittsburgh's going to be the two, Jacksonville's locked in at the three. I think Baltimore wins on Sunday. So uh, Kansas City locked in at the four. I think Baltimore yeah. takes that five seed. And I actually think that... Uh, Tennessee gets beat by Jacksonville because I just don't think Tennessee's a very good team at all. No. I've said that now for three weeks, and they've lost all three games since then. And I think the Chargers actually sneak in at the six. I think they win, and I think they get the six seed. I don't think Buffalo wins. So I think the Chargers are in the six seed. So I, when I look at those two matchups, Jacksonville and, and San Diego, and then um, Baltimore going to Kansas City, I can absolutely see both the lower seeds winning those games. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about Jacksonville's defense being vaunted all year. I'll tell you what, Jimmy G ripped them a new butthole. <laughs> yeah, he sure he, I mean, did. he did. They, but, you know, Jacksonville's defense hasn't been so good the last two weeks, and, and the way the Chargers can, can get offense going and play defense themselves – and again, you got the one big X factor in Jacksonville named Blake Bortles, who I don't trust. I know he's had yeah. some good fantasy games lately, but I don't yeah. trust him in a playoff game. So I could absolutely see San Diego then having to head to New England and Baltimore back to Pittsburgh. So two monster games there. So again, we had to wait, you know, till Sunday to figure out these teams to see if that actually happens. But if those two teams get in, I think there's some different strategies that are absolutely going to be available to you in the AFC. Yeah, I think you've got to use different strategies to beat a big field of possibly 1,600 teams, but I think a lot of people probably go Brady as the quarterback and Lev Bell as the running back. You're kind of hedging your bet there That's on the one chalk. of those two teams. That's yep. the chalk, definitely. <laughs> That'll definitely be the chalk. All right. I agree with you. I think Jacksonville has a defense and special teams that can make it far in the playoffs, but I don't trust Bortles. I'm not sure I trust the running game for net gets hurt too easily uh so i'm not sure that they're gonna go could kansas city get hot could they end with three wins in a row and then get hot in the playoffs possibly but i'm not sure they're still playing on all the cylinders at this point like they were earlier in the year so the afc is interesting all right the nfc i know you love your vikings and they're sitting in a prime position after seeing philadelphia on monday night i don't think they're anything special with nick Foles at quarterback so what do you think is the chalk play in the NFC. 
Well, assuming the the Vikings, uh, four things have to happen for the Vikings not to be the two seed on on you know yeah. moving the playoffs, and one of them is losing to the Bears, which isn't going to happen. So we're we're all set. Seattle, or excuse yep. me, Philly at one, Vikings at two, Rams yep. are going to be three, I believe. I think we're looking at uh, New Orleans at four, Carolina at five, and I guess it doesn't to me. It well, it, it you know either Atlanta. Atlanta or Seattle at the six. I don't know that that necessarily matters. I don't see either of those teams going to the Rams yeah. and winning. So to me, it, that's that's a moot point. But I, I'll tell you what. After watching Philadelphia the last weeks, I know they won two games, but uh, I don't think that that team, even in Philadelphia, could beat New Orleans or Carolina right now. I just don't see it. I, their pass defense is awful at this point. Nick Foles is, you know, he's not Carson Wentz, and I just don't believe that the Eagles. Uh, for sure, I think Carolina drills them. New Orleans, I'm still a little bit cautious about them outside on grass, but they're a totally different team than they've ever been since the yeah. since, you know since Drew Brees has been there. And with that running game and that you know if Lattimore is healthy, they got a decent pass defense. I to me, I just don't think the Eagles. I, I think the home field actually goes through Minnesota because I don't see Philadelphia winning that first game against anybody that goes in there. And the, I'll tell you what, Rams Vikings would be oh my god, one hell of a playoff yeah. game. So yeah, what. Yeah, I agree with you. If Philadelphia plays the way they did on Monday, it's going to be tough to win a playoff game. But but we'll see. You never yeah. know. Playoffs are different. they got time to get Foles going. And, you know, Doug Peterson said he's going to play Foles this week. He needs reps. Yeah, he absolutely does. you got to play him. Yeah. All right, so what is the chalk play in the NFC from a quarterback standpoint? I know. I mean, from a running back standpoint, I'm not sure what the chalk play is either. Well, it's other than chalk play is girly for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the chalk quarterback play, I'm not necessarily sure there is one at this point. Yeah. I mean, uh, years past, you would say Drew Brees is a four seed having to play an extra game. You'd, you'd probably go there, right, with vaunted yeah. passing attack. But this year, with the way yeah. they're rolling with Kamara and Ingram, who knows? Maybe it's Keenum. Keenum may be the chalk play yeah. at QB because, again, I don't know which other Viking you, you can pivot. You can pivot to any of them, but who's who's going to be better in the playoffs? Diggs, Thielen, Rudolph? Murray, McKinnon, I, I actually couldn't tell you. That's why I would probably, if I was able to enter, I think I would probably roll Keenum out there just because he spreads the ball around so much. And I do believe the Vikings will at least make it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So you get yeah, two I, games there. I, I agree. It's going to be a real tough chalk play on the NFC side, certainly at the quarterback position. I think, like you say, Gurley's probably chalk play at the running back. If you fade him, I'm not quite sure who that running back is from one of the top two seeds. So, but again... People who have won this contest in the past have had the guy, the quarterback, from the sixth seed or a lower seed that takes his team. So, NFC... Maybe there is no chalk play. Maybe it is going to be this is a, a different year. This is going to be a lot of strategy going on. This is going to be a very, very fun year, very fun contest. Get in it. In fact, you might have to take a couple of teams. Do yeah. multiple lineups. What do you think? <laughs> uh, I would probably, if I was able to, I know I'd have three. I'm good. I'd have three. For sure three. Yeah. Because that NFC side is going yep. to be so wild. I agree. The AFC side is going to be a little, but you never know. There's no guarantee on the top two seeds. But, man, that NFC side is wild. Okay, well, we'll talk about that an awful lot more. I've got a lot of work to do. I've got to get this tax information out. i got to honor some more of our champions here. I'm going to look at all the auction leagues and the private draft champions leagues. Those were all great, too, so we want to honor those Yeah, people. let me mention our, our last week, of, obviously, last week of daily slates here for the yep. for uh, NFFC. We've got uh, only two slates technically because all the games are on Sunday so we have an 
all-day Sunday slate, and then we have a late-game Sunday slate. A lot of late games this week, and a lot of important ones. They seem to have moved every game that matters back yeah. to 425 Eastern. So uh, got some higher-priced ones even out there this week. we got some $500 options, some $1,000 options. So if you're really looking to burn uh, some more expenses in, in entry fees, go ahead and get <laughs> into our $500 or $1,000 contest by Sunday, and that'll all be entry fees for this year. Again, remember, even the stuff you do in the daily, it all is part of the Sports Hub uh, network of friends. So it, it all comes together here. Yeah, I like that an awful lot. Last week, you know, John Harbaugh wasn't too happy with them moving it from the 1 that. o'clock game to the 430. <laughs> but he's right. I mean, it's New Year's Eve. People have plans. The NFL did one thing right. They took out the Sunday night game on New Year's Eve. Nobody wants to go to a football game on New Year's Eve night. But uh, I agree with them. From a, see, They don't ever think of the season ticket holders. No. I mean, you have plans, you're going to do things, and then you're going to go out to eat for New Year's Eve. But no, now you're going to a football so here's game. What I, so I'm going, so I, we've, we got the Bears coming in here now, and the Vikings, again, haven't clinched, but it's it's pretty close. So I'm going to, my thoughts are, I'm going to go to the game with my dad. But I think yeah. what I hope for is the Vikings just kind of stomp on them at halftime where I can feel good about leaving. Because I want to go watch all these afternoon games. So I want to get out, you know, get out of the U.S. Bank field there, go to a little, yep. little establishment and beat the rest of the crowd there so I get good seats and uh, be able to watch all these uh, 425 games because there, there are some important games there. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be good. All right, I'm just looking at my tickets from the Bellagio. As you can see, there's that Chiefs one there I finally is. got. <laughs> Three to one. Uh, thank goodness they did that. I can rip up this Packers Super Bowl ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texans winning the AFC South. They can throw that one away. All right. So you're going to send that in via mail, or are you going to wait for until you go down there for baseball? No, I think I'm going to send it in. I got about 50 bucks worth. I had uh, another one. So i got to get that money in my pocket here, I think. so. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to going out there. Geez, with uh, March Madness opening weekend, first weekend in Las Vegas for the uh, NFBC opening drafts, I think I'm going to need a lot more money than 50 bucks to be spending. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm almost glad that Tom and I are out in New York for the opening weekend because that the opening weekend would probably give me a heart attack, betting-wise, because there's just too many games, and that would just throw me into a tizzy. So I'm, I've always gone out for, even prior to working with you guys in the in the NFFC and NFBC here, I'd always gone out with my buddies on Sweet 16 weekend, right, down yeah. to the Final Four. That's the weekend we always went. So I'll definitely be there for that because I'll be out there uh, with our live draft. So I'm, uh, I'm on... As much as that first weekend is crazy, I think it'd be too much for me to handle. So being in New York, better off for me. 16 games on Thursday, yeah. 16 yes. games on Friday, 8 on Saturday, and 8 on Sunday. That's too many. I like to bet every game, too. I know, that's the problem. That's the problem. I, that's why it's better for me Sweet 16 weekend. I can handle that. You gotta have some skin in the game while you're out there. Absolutely. So I like to put something on every game. So, uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. So we got a lot to look forward to. It's been a great 2017, but as you can tell, 2018 is going to be the greatest season we've ever had. No in the question. No question. We are primed for a fantastic season. So good we even, stuff. We even have hockey joining the fold next fall. That's I mean, on you. That's on, it's coming, baby. All right, Can't I wait. like it. Hockey joining the high stakes. I love it, I love it, I love it. So we got a lot of good stuff coming. But uh, enjoy everything that you have right now. Get ready for the NFFC postseason. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow about a whole lot of other stuff. And, again, preview the playoffs. That's what we want to do. All right? Talk to you tomorrow. Sounds Stay good. warm, everybody.